Welcome to the Ohio Ministry Network podcast. The following audio was recorded at the 2014 Forum. For more information, please visit ohioministry.net. We'll officially start and say good morning to everyone. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we're just going to talk about kids' ministry today. Um, Not a really set agenda, so anything is on the table. Um, even if you have questions or have been wondering about things, um, we want to just um, just kind of share together and see where everybody's at and see if we can even encourage each other and help each other along in the area of kids' ministry. I was just uh, beginning to share with Liz about um, our OMN for Kids. I believe share, or Julie shared a little bit with you about that um, with the Facebook page, Pinterest so I was starting to share, we've got over 1,300 resources on that Pinterest page of kids' ministry. Everything from nursery, preschool, um, kids' church, curriculums, music, uh, helps for parents. Um, just, I mean, literally. Crafts. It, crafts, snacks, fun snacks. Like, I, I want fun, like, you know, yeah. where you take the time and you make the little car yeah. out of the veggies, you know. It's like, out of the banana. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> banana cars and the strawberries yeah. for wheels. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so just finding fun things like that, you know, for kids. The kids would enjoy that they can even actually help make and then eat even, you know. Um, but um, anyway, so that's just a resource for kids leaders and for anyone. And so I just encourage you to pass that information along to anybody that works with kids in your church because it's, you know, you don't have to sign up for Pinterest. You can go to our website, the omnforkids.net, and there's a live link that'll take you right to our Pinterest site, so you don't have to log in to Pinterest if you're not on Pinterest already. So, um, but you can still access everything. Um, and it's fun to be on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. And then um, coming up in October, we have October 15th is our uh, next Facebook party, if you're on Facebook. Um, October 15th. Facebook party. How do you do that? I'll tell you, they have been so much fun. Uh, (laughs) um, You go to our OMN for Kids Facebook page at the set time. And if you go there now, there's a up in the where the picture is, it has the date and the time. It's from 9 to 10 on October 15th. But you go there, and um, we will start right at 9 and we end right at 10. But we post questions every couple minutes, and you just jump in on the conversation. If you have ideas or if you have thoughts, we do giveaways. We give away, we've given away a variety of things from a week of kids camp to OSOM classes for your kids leaders um, to curriculums, Bibles. I mean, the fire Bible for kids. We give away a bunch of stuff at all of our parties. Gift cards. Gift cards, yeah. Just a variety of stuff. And again, that's for any kids worker in your church. They can be nursery, they can be Girls Ministries, Rangers, the gamut. And we've, we try to do different focuses for each party. This one coming up is actually on a Wednesday night. And so we're focusing on midweek ministries at this party and just talking about what everybody does on Wednesday nights and creative things, whether it be girls' ministries, boys' ministries, or if they have something else that they do instead. So that's going to be our primary focus for this upcoming And it's going to be party. 9 in the morning to 10? No, in the evening. It's at night, 9 to 10 at night, after service. P.M. P.M., yeah. 
And so, um, just it, they're a lot of fun. And like I said, we do one about one a quarter is what we try to do on those, just to share ideas and things. Um, OSOM is another resource for you too. I'm just kind of kind of hit all these resources really quick. Um, we have four children's courses that we or offer through our Ohio School of Ministry, um, which is our what a lot of people will take that track for if they're going for credentials. Um, but um, we also offer these children's ministry classes, which you can bring a whole team of people to if you want. They're really affordable. It's $25, plus that includes your lunch for the day. Um, and so uh, you can bring your whole team down. For, for Our next one is in October, and we're talking about reaching today's child is the topic for the next one. Um, but And we've even given away packets of five of those on our Facebook parties too, and several of the churches have taken advantage of those. But just another way to help train your people and get them encouraged. And now, do you have to go in order? Because I know it's like okay. Nope, nope. Because I, I seem to always miss the number one, and I'm like, shoot, I don't know. I've been wait till next year. No, nope. okay. They're, they are all standalone classes. Okay, so awesome. even though that first one is called Intro to Children's Ministries, it really it's 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 the nut and bolts, like you know your background checks, your securities. You right. know, so just real, how do you set it up? Real, really kind of just the real practice of putting a good kids' ministry together. Um, and then the rest are very specific uh, in what their topics are. So they're all standalone. But just some resources. So just wanted to throw that out to you as well. So why don't we go around and just everybody kind of t- introduce themselves and um, share where you're at and what you're doing. And we'll kind of go from there. We'll start with you, Liz. Um, I'm Liz Bittinger. We're in Montgomery, Assembly of God, down in Cincinnati. And uh, I've done uh, children's ministry off and on. I've been in, well, all my life because my parents are missionaries, and I started teaching kids' church at 12 years old, 30 kids. <laughs> so I've been uh, always, it seems like I always said, I'm not going to ever do it again. And guess what? I'm not doing it again. I said, a pastor's wife, if you see a leak in the dike, like the little Dutch boy, you go put your finger in that leak until somebody else comes along to help you. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing right now. Our children's uh, uh, preschool and nursery director uh, resigned, took a full-time job someplace, so there was nobody else to take it. So now I'm revamping the whole nursery and preschool departments right now. I've been at it for a year. I was supposed to be intern, but <laughs> but we had to go back and just restructure everything because it hadn't been really done right for quite a while. And we weren't keeping young families. If you don't run good nursery and good preschool, you don't keep your own families because they want top-notch you know, yeah. for their kids. They'll go elsewhere. Yeah. So that was really a vital part of church growth right now to do that. And so we had to go in, and, and I revised all the volunteer guidelines. I, um, you know, did background checks on everybody's up to date now. Background checks, um, just you know, total revamping. Okay, trying to just get rid of old toys, new toys. Make sure everything gets sanitized at least once a month. All the toys, you know, all that kind of stuff, having to redo. And then the preschool department really needs a lot of attention, and that going to need total restructuring the building because it's just the check-in, there's no real good check-in process. And that's one thing I wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. What's the best computerized check-in for the, for the dollar? You know? yeah. So, uh, because you know, safety is a very big issue yeah. in nursing mm-hmm. preschool, especially yeah. 
non-custodial parents walking in, asking for their kid. Their kid knows them, they go to them, you know, and, yeah. and yet they're not supposed to have them. You know, that right. kind of thing going on. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's very serious. Yeah. And I just, uh, we just put everybody through CPR, you know, especially with infants, the one for airways. What if they start choking? <laughs> what do you yeah. do with a baby choking on a toy, you know, or something, or picked up something off the floor that shouldn't have been there, and, yeah. and uh, you know, and so we just put everybody through CPR and uh, in a respiratory airway blocking, blocking kind of stuff, you know. Kids so, just have that habit of just mm -hmm. whatever well, goes in the mouth. They have to taste know? everything, <laughs> yeah. and they're teething, so yeah. they want something to chew on, you yeah. know. So yeah, you know, so that's. That's the kind of thing I've been involved in. It's good. Even resigned from women's ministries to do it. So, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. so that's where I'm at. Just okay. need some ideas and some how to update it. Okay. Um, I'm Alisa, and my husband and I just recently moved from Sandusky, Ohio, to Girard, Ohio, to Liberty Assembly there. And um, so he. We're part, well, he's part-time right now. I'm working on getting my credentials. Um, we are called the family pastors. So we're from babies up to high school for now. Hopefully as we grow, we'll add the college age. But um, I was over at the kids at Faith Memorial in Sebeki for four years. And so coming from an established a program to building something from the ground up is terrifying. <laughs> like I've been involved in kids for uh, over 10 years and now I feel like I'm like do I even know what I'm doing? <laughs> so it's been a fun three months. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. Um, I'm Desiree from The Rock in Oregon. Where are you from? Oregon. Um, the Rock in Oregon right outside of Toledo. Okay. Um, Oregon, Ohio. Okay. Yes. Oregon, yeah. Ohio. <laughs> I traveled far. <laughs> you really wanted to be here. <laughs> I, um, I'm the children's ministry coordinator, and I have been for, uh, on and off I have been for the past eight years. Never, ever, ever would have guessed. If you would have told me ten years ago I was going to be working with children, I would have told you you were crazy. Um, I met the um, Pastor Keith staff and Shannon staff, uh, and my husband had started attending the rock and was like, you've got to be the pastor's wife. And I'm like, you're crazy. I'm not hanging out with no pastor's wife, you know. She's one of my best friends. And she, one of the first things she had said to me was like, you're, gonna, you're just about to become addicted in here. And I'm like, yeah, she's really crazy. <laughs> she thinks I'm going to be working with these kids. And within a year, I loved it, fell in love with it. I'm like, I could never see myself parting from these children. I love doing it. And uh I mean, you know, there's been ups and downs, learning, a lot of learning, a lot of learning, and, um, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, and uh, just recently we had our first, after eight years you'd think it would be sooner, but we had our first informational meeting where I invited, because typically it's like I'm trying to talk to the parents, um, solely the parents, but this was our first one. We actually invited everybody from the church. and Because a lot of people are, actually were confused. They're like, but I don't, I don't have children in there. I'm like, but you know what? Go ahead and come in. You know, find out what we do with the children at the church. You know, find out. You know. Yeah. So it was really good. Um, this year I became a part of the board, um, which my main job is to oversee. Because I work with K through 6. And, um, but on the board, I kind of oversee the nursery topic preschool also. So it's, it's nice. It's expanded a little bit this year, but it, 
Well, and who you have with you? What's your name? Georgia. Georgia. I like that name. We'll come down here a little bit more in the center. <laughs> um, just to tell you a little bit about myself, even just so you kind of get to know who I am too. Um, and why I do what I do. I, I you know, I, I used to think, I, and I, it was just really kind of silly to think that everybody had the same calling into kids' ministry like I had. And, but they don't. <laughs> um, I, I definitely have a very, I feel very God-given, unique call to work with kids. And um, I'm going to share that, that with you. But um, just, you know, I, I find that most people end up getting involved in kids' ministry by either filling the hole. Hmm. There's a hole, I've got to fill that hole. Somebody has to do it. Somebody's got to do it. And, and then in the process, God does something in the heart, and they just fall in love with it. Um, for me, I mean, I, I had worked with kids, you know, even in, when I was in high school, I volunteered to help in different classes, Sunday school and stuff, um, nursery. Um, but I didn't really, I mean, I, I knew God had a call on my life, but I didn't really know what that call was. But um, I was leaving to go to Bible school, applied to be a music major, and because uh, I thought, well, you know, I don't know what God wants me to do yet, but it sure be fun to travel and sing. I, I would just love to do that. So I'll be a music major. And so I signed up to be a music major, and uh, the week before I was to leave for school, um, we had an evangelist come into our church. And I, I don't even know who he is. I can tell you who he is. And I have no clue of any message he preached. I just know I was there. And it was a Wednesday night service. I was sitting about three or four rows from the front. And um, just kind of observing everything. Excited about leaving in a week for college. Um, I was getting ready to go. And I'm just kind of taking stuff in. And it's time for the altar call. And he does give a call for salvation, a call for healing, and a call for individuals who want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so I'm sitting there, and, I'm, and I watch this little girl walk up to the front. She's seven years old. Her name is Karen. She walks up to the front, and she puts both hands in the air, closes her eyes, and she just begins to worship Jesus. And I'm just watching her. And I knew Karen. I, I knew she'd asked Jesus into her heart. And I wasn't aware of any illness in her life or in her family's life and really believed in my heart she was there because she wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm just kind of watching her, and I'm just watching everything kind of taken on. And, and the whole time, both hands up, just every once in a while, though, you'd see her open one eye, she'd kind of look around, she'd close her eyes, and she'd go back to worshiping. Well, in the meantime, I'm starting to notice, too, the evangelist who continually is walking past her. And this is going on now for about 10 or 15 minutes. Her mom finally goes up and is standing with her and praying with her, and and, and I, I'm just seeing this guy. He's not stopping. And now, I didn't come from a church where there were thousands of people at the altar, okay? There was maybe 20 at the altar that night, you know? And so it wasn't like he, he couldn't get to her, but he just kept walking past. So <clears throat> I finally go up to her mother, and I said, Is she here because she wants to get filled with the Holy Spirit? And uh, Mom says, Yes. I said, You know, just a minute. And so I go over to the evangelist, and I very firmly but gently put my hand on his elbow and I said, sir, I said, there's a young lady over here who's been waiting for you to pray with her. Would you please come and 
pray with her. So he comes with me, and so did my pastor. And, and mind you, now we're, we're going on 30 minutes. Her hands never came down. Her, she was worshiping just every once in a while. She was opening that eye because she was looking to see where the evangelist was. And so the evangelist comes over, and he reaches out, and he lays his hand on her head. Now, I grew up in the Assemblies of God. And up to this point, being an 18-year-old, I never believed that being slain in the Spirit was real. Because I would see people fall out under the power of the Spirit, but then they would lay around and look to see who was seeing them lay there on the floor. And I'm thinking, if God knocks you out, you're not looking around. okay? And so up to this point, I had never really believed it was real. But when he reached out, he laid his hand on her head. She hit the floor, and she didn't flinch, and she didn't move, and she didn't open an eye. She was out under the power of God. And when she hit the floor, the Holy Spirit hit me. And he spoke very clearly to my heart, Becky, don't ever overlook my children. And for me, it was a complete change of direction in my life. And I knew that's what I needed to be doing. God sees every single child. And he's, he, all those promises in the book are theirs. You know, there's no age requirement. You, you don't find an age requirement in the Bible. It's just if you believe it, it's yours. It's yours to have. And, um, and so that changed the whole direction of my life. And it's why I'm passionate about kids. It's why I do what I do. Because I, I believe God has, he wants to give these kids everything. Just, just like he wants to give us everything. And uh, just to give you the rest of the story, she was filled with the Spirit that night. When she and uh, I went off to college, lost track of the family. They were military family. They got transferred away. My first year here at the network office, I was at Springfield in headquarters, and um, we were in chapel that morning. And I was getting out to go up for some meetings, and um, I hear somebody calling my name, and I turn around, and there stands Karen. And I am just, first of all, just dumbfounded that she even knows who I am. She was seven at the time, you know, but she knows who I am. And uh, she still to this day works at headquarters, married to a minister. They're on staff at a church in, in Springfield and have taken in and adopted some foster kids of their own. And God's using her. God's got his call and his hand on her life. And it's just exciting to see, you know, so. But anyway, so that's why I do what I do. But um, I realize not everybody gets a call like I got a call. And, um, but he does call us all in the way that he needs to call us. And, and I believe, I believe wholeheartedly that, um, we are doing kingdom work with these kids and, uh, God wants to just move in their lives in every possible way. So, well, let's just talk through some things. Um, I'm, like I said, the, the table's open for discussion really on whatever may be on your mind, questions you may have. We can start with Liz's since you brought it up already about some child safety programs and things. Um, and we'll just kind of just dive in. Is that good? Good. Um, I guess uh, I'm just, I've, I've visited some larger churches that have the, the computerized check-in and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you do on a slimmer budget? Because I've checked into Kids Check and a lot of those. You know, I don't know what other options there are. Um, set up uh, even in one room or two rooms, it's a $5,000 investment at least, you know, for mm-hmm. the computers and the, and yeah. the print out the labels and, you know, and all that. Yeah. Is, is it worth the investment or, or is it, um, 
Is there an easier way to do it? <laughs> Cheaper way to do it? Do you have input there? You look like you're well, getting ready. I've, I've never had a check-in. My months. yeah, my husband until we got to um, to Gerard, and actually we are just going to implement it in a couple weeks. <laughs> so he's actually downloading it and putting the kids' names into it like now. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, do you buy your own computers? And we laptop? had there was a computer at the church, okay. um, and the pastor ordered the printer for us off of Amazon, and we have CDM. Okay. So that's what everything is. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not heard that one either. No. Yeah, but so, that's the program that you're using. Yes. Okay. That's what the church already had, and they. It, so we're. Okay. And I think because they already have it, mm-hmm. that's what, it wasn't too much of a financial. It was just buying like that extra little yeah. piece to it. The, the, the printer print the labels? I mean, then you have to buy the printer. That was, the printer itself, I think, was $80. Okay. That was it. Because if you buy it as a package deal for one of these companies, it can be. Well, and when he called to see, like, you know, okay, what printer do you suggest? They do CDM. We'll we'll sell you a printer, but the guy was honest with us and said, I'm going to charge you more. You can go to Amazon and get it. Mm -hmm. So he gave us a couple Mm -hmm. brands that they suggest and Good. So. I know at, at uh, Radiant they use Lamb's List. I don't know if you've checked into that one at all. Um, and I I have never actually worked with the program itself, but I know that's what they use. Um, I know Julie has found some frustrations with the program, not being as um, able to do things like she would like to. Because if you're going to put an investment into something like that, yeah, you want to be able to use it for your outreaches, for data, pulling data out and different right. things. And, well, and she's had staff too. You want oh, to yeah. all, your, you know, all your information about your staff, you know, yeah. you know, place where you keep, whether you got your background check cleared, all that kind of stuff for staff besides all your kids and the parents yeah. and everything. Yeah. So does your church use a program? Well, they have it in the office. They, they have a program for that they keep all the members and all the visitors and everything like that. Have you checked with that yeah, program? I would check with that program. I've never, I've never even seen it. I, it's only the one person in the whole church has access to it, you know. So, uh, well, Faith had um, Power Church, but the problem was, is we had a Mac in the in the back that I did my work on, and Power Church wouldn't work didn't work with Mac. So, so is the new program a Mac? New yeah. Does the new program work with Mac or with uh, just regular? No, we have a Dell that's, yeah. that's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I, I would, I think that's good though. Check with the programs that you're using in office. They may have a, a supplement program for child check-in that might be more affordable. That that could be a good win. Kids um, check is the one I've seen advertised the most. Yeah. Have you ever used that one? Anybody? No, um, I can tell you a couple other people to maybe talk to um, if you're looking for even more information. Stacy Inskeep used a program. Um, Stacy who? Inskeep okay. um, used a program. She's in the directory. You'll be able to find her number. Um, that um, it was someone that, that they had, had put it together. And I know several churches in the Columbus area have used this program. Mm-hmm. And it was more affordable because it was it was. I don't know, designed, locally. designed and locally and stuff, and so it was a much easier program for them to use. Um, but yeah, I know that the program those those programs can just get way out there in cost. 
for well, sure. We want to. We want to. I want to network all the children's departments, even youth department, you know, yeah. into this. And um, so it's a matter of, you know, network, having a station by the nursery, having a station by the preschool, a station by kids church, a station over on the other end for missionary and rangers. So that it's yeah. like a, a whole building concept, you know, right. that I want to do. And I just didn't know which company yeah. I probably would do. Yeah. But it is, it is very beneficial to be able to have those check-in. Parents, that's the first thing parents see. Yeah, and, and it, it, that is a. I know, I know the larger churches like Gateway in Texas, where my son and daughter-in-law go with their kids. They've got all these kiosks there in the children's where their playground is, and the parents all go check in, yeah. you know, and get the labels, put it on their kids. Then they take their kids to their class, you know, and it has yeah. a class assignment and everything on their labels, you know. Yeah. Uh, all color coded, you know, kind of thing. And you can put, on, and then the other nice thing about those labels is if the child has allergies yeah, or special right. needs, you're able to, so that the teacher sees that. If you're rotating uh-huh. teachers, yeah. right away they know, oh, peanut allergy or yeah. whatever too. So they, they are very beneficial. They, I think they're costly. worth, yeah, I think it's worth the investment, but you do want to find what's going to work best for your, yeah. for your church. Um, you know, and I would maybe even contact, there's a couple, a couple other churches you might want to talk to would be Calvary and Toledo. Um, I think, he, about Dayton, yeah, Center, see, know, see what some of those, yeah. And the, you know, obviously they may be able to put in thousands of dollars, but they have, they've been using the programs longer to say this is good or this is not good. Yeah. And that's, that's what you're going to want to you want to invest in something that you wish you didn't have. Yeah, yeah, and I can't say that I've heard who this one is like top of the line. This is the best one, or I, I've not heard necessarily anything in that that regard um, from anybody other than from Julie, who says Lamb's List has some limitations. Yeah, and she she would like to change it over, but I'm not sure to what. Okay, but in the meantime, you know, we do the yeah. we do the sign in, the check, we do the parent the child information. I've made up the you know, with, yeah. every, you know, with a sheet for every child that goes in the alphabetical by last name. Yeah. You know, you do what you can, you know. Yeah. And it's a red notebook in every room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because every, you know, you want it to be red. You want it in a, in a thing right inside the door. You know, yeah. Because uh, if there's an emergency, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like taking parent permission slips with you on field trips when I was a teacher. You know, you have to have these always with you, you know. Yeah. If something happens to the child. Yeah. And so I've been really hard on the teachers about I want every child's information sheet <laughs> in that notebook, you know. Yeah. And I want it up to date. You get a new child, I want that new thing form asked for right the first time they walk in. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, you have to be real yeah. Yeah. tough on them. Changing you know? people's mind. It's yeah. changing their mindset, yeah. though. It's like, okay, now yeah. we're going this way. Yeah. And, and they're still thinking, well, we know everybody. No, we don't, you know. But, yeah, not when everybody visitors, does. You want visitors to come in. You want new people coming in, and you've got to be prepared for it. So my yeah. whole key word has been prepare, prepare. Prepare, prepare, prepare for what God wants to do here, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You've got to be organized, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, then that way God can bless it and it grows and it yeah. grows and it grows. You're ready for the growth. It's yeah. Family, yeah. That's you know? been right. what Shane and I have been telling them. It's like, okay, we want to get this stuff in place now so that, yeah, when people do start coming and we start growing, we already have it in place and we look like we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> for a whole year, we had one or two kids in the which was sad for that size church. But anyway, because they lost a lot of the young families and uh, lack of attention to that department. And um, 
one child, and yet I had rotated teachers, very committed, every week a different teacher in there, and they said, oh, there's just one child here today. You teach that child, you know, mm-hmm. that one child's yep. important, you know, but we're yeah. getting ready. What more can we're you getting, ask for? One we're on getting one ready. <laughs> right. what God wants we're running eight to ten right now. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. you know, I said, aren't you glad we I'm got ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, that's so. good. Well, does that help some and just kind yeah. of give some, mm-hmm. you know, you. yeah. I wish I could say, hey, this well, is see, the... I've been out of the, preschool ministry for so long. Yeah. And trying to get back in with all the new technology and everything. It's, it's, yeah. it's a little bit overwhelming. You know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other questions or things happening in your ministry, things going on? My biggest thing is trying to get... Okay, like the story you told about Karen, mm-hmm. getting people to understand, even parents, the importance of kids' church, that we're not, all the way down to the toddler class. Nursery is the only class that we don't actually teach a lesson, you know, but we still try to encourage the leaders to pray over the babies when they're holding them, you know, sing to them, you know, just still speak life over that little baby. But getting parents and the rest of the church to understand these kids can be filled with the Spirit. They're learning God's Word. They're, some, My daughter, she's 12, she knows more verses out of the Bible, word for word, than I think I will ever know, you know, and all from children's ministries. But getting people to understand that, I've had in eight years, I don't think I've ever been able to get that across to our church as a whole, you know, and... I mean, we've had multiple times where, because like we, we'll keep the doors closed. I mean, there's a window you can see in. You can see what we're doing with your children. But if we're praying, you know, with the kids, you know, up at the altar and stuff, I'm like, can, just give me a few more minutes. And, and parents will get really upset. And I'm like, is it an emergency? Are you, you know, can you just give us a minute so we can pray? And they'll be like, like seriously? Mm-hmm. And I'm like. It's not important. Right. You know, so. That's where I'm struggling. Yeah. You know, I, I have found in ministry over the years, this is, and this has just been my, my approach, um, I, I, I am passionate about kids, and I believe that passion can be contagious. I believe it is contagious. And so every opportunity that I have had when I was on staff at a church, every opportunity I had to talk with a parent and share with them what's going on, mm-hmm. I was doing it. Like, I, I, you know, we, we took our, um, one thing the Lord had put on my mind, heart when I first went to Bell Fountain was um, taking kids on missions trips. And, well, that's, that's a pretty big step to take kids on a missions trip. And, um, and they didn't know me from Adam, and so it's like, okay, i, I got to build relationships here. But every opportunity I had, I would share that dream with the parents. And... Um, and interestingly, I, I, had, I remember we had gone on a, a church construction trip to Tobago, and we, our day off, we were walking to a, uh, into the uh, a rainforest for our day off, and I was walking with a father of one, a couple of the kids, and I'm telling him, I'm like, I just see kids doing missions. I see kids, you know, and I'm just sharing this with him, and, and his kids weren't old enough yet. Well, then in two years, his son got to go on a missions trip to an Indian reservation that I took the kids on and he came up to me he goes I will never he goes I have never forgot that conversation that we had walking down that dirt road in Tobago 
He goes, that has stuck with me because it was sharing his, my passion with him and getting him excited about the potential that his child has in God. Right. And, and, I, and obviously, that takes a lot of work if you're talking sharing with parents because you've got you know, multiple, multiple parents. But that, that was, was always a part of my ministry. The other thing I did was I was always telling my pastor about what was going on in kids' ministry. And, and saying, can we please just, just share testimonies from time to time in service about what's happening in the kids' ministry. And so then it was coming from him, sharing exciting testimonies about, hey, this is going on out there. But the third thing I did, I believe, was a God-given thing. And um, it changed my kids' ministry and how the church looked at my kids' ministry. Um, it, did, it did a number of things for me. But... Um, I invited the entire church to come to Kids Church. And and this is how I did it. I only allowed two people at a time to would come. And so we had a sign up, I passed it around, and people would sign up by twos. I said, Now this is what I want you to do when you come. I said, You don't do anything except sit in the back and you just pray over those kids through the entire service. And doing that so changed the perception in the church because they seen what was happening with the kids. They were in there for just one service, but they seen the kids praying. They seen the kids worshiping. They seen the kids entering into to what was going on. Um, I, I, got, I got workers out of that. I got resources out of that. And I mean, this, those are the, these are the bonuses that came from it. Um, I got a worship band, a live worship band out of that. Because up to that point, I had been using CDs and DVDs. And, and, and some of the worship team had come back, and they were praying over the kids. And they're like, hey, we want to be a part of this, too. So I got a live band now. You know, um, I got, um, we had Sundays where the seniors, when it would get time for prayer time in the adult service, our senior citizens would leave the adult service, come to kids' church, and say, we want the kids to pray for us today. And so it, it just totally changed. I mean, and it was a year, I mean, it was over a year process to get everybody out right. there. But then they would talk about it. And they would start sharing that with other people. And then you get have all these bonus things happening, which was never my intent. My intent was, I want people to be praying over our kids. And I want them, you know, I want these kids to have everything that God wants for them. I need this church to pray for our children. And that was my whole motivation behind it. But in the process... God changed the heartbeat of how people seen the ministry. And that was, that was huge. That was huge um, for us. But what, what have some of you, some other things that maybe you guys have done to help change that mindset of parents? Well, I, w- I was going to say invite them in. Like if they're at the back yeah. door, be like, well, your child is praying right now. Do you want to come with me and pray with them? Because yeah. they pray might not be kids. doing it at home. Like you're not, right. I mean, you can't assume that they are. They might not even know how to pray with their kid. Right. right. So seeing you do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Invite yeah. the parents to come in and join the prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm always afraid. We generally try to be done praying, you know, before service is over so it's not interrupted. So I'm always afraid that when parents drop off their kids, we go right into just a game or something, you know, a group thing, yeah. just so we get all the kids. And then at the end, we're playing a group game. And I'm like, so all parents see is us playing <laughs> games and running around. I'm like, how can I get them to see 
that there's know, more to it. Yeah, that there's yeah. so much more to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think it's huge. I mean, I, I do. I think just talking kids' ministry all the time to parents, mm-hmm. letting them see what you see happening in their child's life. You know, a lot of times leaders can just tend to go to parents when there's a problem. You know, but what about going to a parent and saying, man, you should have seen Jimmy in worship today. He was raising his hands. He was going after God today. Or, you know, or Sally, she was praying for people today. She was walking around praying for other students today, you know, and just really helping them. You know, so you're you're not always going to them saying, oh, Jimmy, I want to wring his neck, you know. But it's, He's you're, laying down on the floor again. Yeah. <laughs> But, but helping them, yeah. you know, yeah, see absolutely. what God's doing in their kids' lives, I think is really healthy. Yeah, over-communicating. Yeah. yeah. One thing that to raise awareness of uh, nursery, uh, I did develop a, um, a nursery Facebook page. Uh-huh. You know, and we post almost every week, we post, um, I'm trying to find my group here, my nursery uh, we post pictures, some kind of, we ask that each of the teachers are part of the administrators of that, that Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so, post yeah, a picture. I, I had done that too with yeah. our kids' church, so every week I put the bottom line on there, or I would take a picture of so you know, the, oh, yeah. the parents, the kids. Yeah. The yeah. That's so, excellent. You know, and that way the parents, and that's a closed group, so I try to add people all the time, new people coming into the church mm-hmm. that sign in, you know. And try to yeah. get the parents on that because not all parents want their kid out kids out there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've got some parents that are very leery of that, you know. So the Mag Nursery page mm-hmm. is closed. It's a closed group. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, I'll ask, "Can I put this out on the Mag Montgomery mm-hmm. Facebook page?" And so we'll post something that the kids right. did, you know. Right. And so yeah, and at, yeah, social media is a huge way to communicate. This was one of my favorites. Uh, we did Joseph's coat of many colors, and we made coats <laughs> out of brown paper bags. Oh yeah, and that's they were cute. so cute. They just scribbled all the colors on there. And yeah. Just you know, kind of holding the top, top yeah. on the side. Yeah. So they were cute. That's good. Those are my little boys. They they're cute. They are. They're adorable. <laughs> yeah. So you know. Um, Awareness, you know, yeah. so that they see that things are happening. Because yeah. a lot of times there's so much good happening in a church and nobody hears about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we've, oh God, if you're not aware, you think nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would take the kids in too and we would do a, a worship song with the congregation. Like they'd be singing it and we'd be up front doing whatever motions we would do to it back in kids' church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Uh, that's one thing I was going to ask. What is a very good modern, upbeat, preschool worship music. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know there's plenty of stuff for elementary kids, you know, because everything I see is elementary kids. But yeah. preschool, you know. Uh, I think Yancey is a good one. Which one? Yancey. Yancey. I never heard that. Y-A-N-C-Y. Is yeah. that a, a group or? It's a, that's, it's, it's, that's her name. Mm-hmm. It's a, <laughs> Yancey, not Yancey. Yancey. <laughs> kids music? Preschool music. And do they do a video that the kids can watch? The yeah, motions? she has a she has a DVD. Oh, I don't know if there's any motions to, to first. Yeah, I don't. I want know something that, that has shows the kids can do the motions too. You know, um, ministries group, used to, but they don't aren't producing good videos. Right group, now. you said. Yeah, used to. yeah, yeah. I know I've used some of group stuff too, like some of their from their VBSs and stuff. 
they have some good yeah, they motion. Have. Yeah. Cedar, uh, cedar, yeah. cedar mount kids do, but a lot of those are really the old, and I don't mind going back to the old ones, you know, you know, Father Abraham and all those, but I wanted to do some fun stuff to modern praise music, you know. Right, right. Um, you can go to YouTube, and I found a lot from Amber Sky Records. Oh, yes. They're, they're part of Amber Sky Orange. Records. Yeah, they're good, too. On uh, YouTube? Yeah. yeah. They have some fun songs. And Hillsong is still, I mean, yeah. they, 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 have, have, they have some good stuff, too, for kids mm-hmm. and younger kids. I always forget about them. How? I don't know. Um... And Vineyard, Vineyard has some stuff. The uh, Great Big God was one that I is one that I really like. Go fish. Go fish. Go oh fish. yeah, go fish. Really? Yeah. Is that a vineyard? No. No, there are a couple. That, guys. That's it's a couple. couple. Dads. <laughs> this is uh this is the Vineyard one. It doesn't have motions on this one, but they have some with motions too. But this is a Vineyard one, and it's a re- they're real simple. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, complicated. Sometimes, yeah. though, if if you're on there and you're searching yeah. enough, you'll find people who will show you motion. That yeah, that you can teach even if mm-hmm. it doesn't have emotion. See, I don't do uh, YouTube enough to that Yeah, but but most of those groups there that sh- you can just Google them too. Mm-hmm. Most of those, and and you'll find some good good stuff there. So. But yeah, music is always, and that's always changing. Go Fish, were you at Minister's Retreat by chance yeah. this year? Yeah, when the kids when the came. Kids, that, song, that song was a Go Fish song. Okay. Um, and that was uh, Great Big God, Great uh, Big, oh, what was that name? I'm saying it wrong. Because <laughs> um, I just was playing that other song. Uh, but it was a Go Fish song. And they did the, you know, and the video was playing, so you've seen some of the motions. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. it was, even though that was more upbeat, those kids. They liked it. Oh. See, that's what I want up Because we. But I want it simple enough that they can do it. Not so right. Long. Right. Some of the upbeat stuff is more for older kids that is so. Let me say, the bass and the, and the drums are so overpowering that it's, you know, I don't know if the little kids can handle it that. Intense. Intense. You yeah. Know, the intensity yeah. of it, I guess. Is yeah. What I bought I don't know how many DVDs at the bookstore and end up saying this is for, I give it to Sue you know this is for older kids this is for it's just too intense you know yeah you know, I don't think they even understand some of the lyrics you know so, yeah, yeah 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 but I know I know Go Fish they have stuff for elementary but they have stuff for preschool, preschool stuff too so that could be really good well, thanks, that helps. yeah. Well, our time is running fast. Any other thoughts or questions or what's going on? What have been some of the how things? Do, that, go ahead. Like, how do you go from having lots of kids to now we have between 7 to 15? Yeah. Like, how How do you? I mean, they went, they, well, they kind of stopped doing everything probably a couple years ago. So, okay. And then Patrick and Gwen came. And they have just been building relationships, and they found whatever curriculum they could find at the church right. just to have something going on. Right. And they just recently started kids back up in June, okay. um, just a couple weeks before we came on. Um, 
and now we're gonna we're finishing up faith case and then we'll be starting orange in november and so it's not just changing the mindset of the people like i'm having to change my own mindset as to okay how do i scale everything down yeah you can't play a game the same way no with 15 (laughs) or 10 or 15 like you do with 50 or 60 kids Right. right right you know and and I think if you just go in and you don't try to make it complicated, you know, I, I know because when I went to Bell Fountain, that's why I started with. I had 10 to 15 kids. Mm-hmm. And then when I left, we were running 60, 70 kids. Um, but it was a thing of, you know, I got to love these kids and give them Jesus. You know, it's not about the glitz. It's not about the show. It's not the program. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, what it's, it's what they need. It's where they're at. It's building those relationships because they'll be some of your poor kids as more kids come in. And so teaching them those Just things. Just told Shane that the other day. He's Did like, you? I have three youth, three youth. I'm like, yeah, but think of how awesome they can be. Yeah. Just work with what you got now. And I'm not even taking my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're always, obviously we're pastoring two churches. Vision out here and the reality. Right. Attention is what's hard yeah. for Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you want to get out here, but yeah. you got to deal with his first. And yeah, you got to grow this slowly. Yeah. And sometimes there's back and forth, you know, up yeah. and down, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's difficult. I, when I had first came on, we were doing a lot of busing in kids, so we had at the lowest sixty kids, up to like seventy, eighty kids every service, you know, mm-hmm. Sunday and Wednesday, and then we scaled down and we stopped the transportation ended up with so you know and at that point it was like you know we got to teach these kids and most of these kids don't know about god you know never hear jesus's name this and we were just like psyched and then we went to the core kids and i'm like they already know everything how do you know how do i do this yeah these kids their parents read to them every day they i'm like we were lost but you know yeah we just scaled it down hung out with them and now we're back up to you know like 30 kids so yeah, still yeah. not as big, but yeah, it's okay. It's not about yeah. no, it's about it's really not. Yeah, but it, it was, it was. Yeah. Shot. One it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> and and you know, and you do. You know, I, I know, I know. This might be the pat Christian answer, but I believe it wholeheartedly. And it's just pray, pray, pray. Mm-hmm. Say, God, what what do these kids need? How mm-hmm. can I minister to these kids? And I believe He gives us those creative ideas, and He gives us what we need for those students. And and we just have to keep trusting and holding on to Him, and saying, you know, I I can't do it without you. You know, I that last night it hit. You know, I got nothing that God needs, but I need God. You know, and and that's how these kids are too. You know, they need to know that their dependency, their whole life is that I need God. And then, you know, he helps bring all that together. But I, I get that. I understand that when you're, you're like, how do I do this game in the curriculum that says I need to have 15 right. kids yeah. and we only got 10 today and I don't know what to do. And that's where that creative comes in or you toss out the games. Yeah. You know, I, you I know. It. Yeah. 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 It's hard. And it'll, Yeah. But it, it happens. It comes together. But I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> and you're going to orange, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you used orange? I have. Like this is, um, is there any drawbacks with it? Yes. Thinking about it. Yes. This is my only drawback with orange 
and and so whoever the leader is has to be willing to add to because I feel that orange is not meaty. It doesn't have enough substance to yeah. it. You do have to add. You have to add to it. Of the, the spiritual punch to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like I like the fact that they go with a theme for the month. You know, I you know, um, I like the bringing parents to take things home and do with them. Yeah, I like the I like the thing that some of those added pieces elements, but just as far as the message itself, I feel it's weak, Mm -hmm. and you just you got to add to it to really get it where you want it. But other than that, it's it's a good curriculum. So and I do and I do I love the parent pieces that you're the. Refrigerator cards and different things that they've, at least when I was, when yeah, I used it, it's been a few, still it's, still a, it's been mm-hmm. a couple of years since I've used it. But. And that's where we really, I mean, when I was at Kidman last year, I didn't yeah. know it, but yeah. looking back now, God was prepping me for this. Yeah. And um, we really want to do the whole family, how. Yeah. Get the family involved. Yeah. Yeah. Ministering to their, so, with their kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with kids ministry. Even though you have fun with the kids, it's a family ministry because you've got to minister to the parents as much as the kids most of the time, um, helping them to be the spiritual leader for their children. That's probably one of my biggest pet peeves is when parents think that the church is the one that has to instill those things in their kids. It's like, dude, what are you doing at home? Like we just (laughs) told all of our workers last week, it's like, listen, we get these kids an hour a week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've, we've got to get information into these parents' hands. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, they're the foundation, not us. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. true. Good. Well, any other questions or anything? I think our time is up. We're getting ready to head to the general. If I can just have a word of prayer with you, I'd love to. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today, God. I thank you for our our time of discussion, and Lord, that we can learn and grow together. And Father God, you know what each one needs. You know what each ministry needs, Lord, whether it be workers, whether it be uh, finances, God, resources, facility, God, you know what each one needs. And Father God, I just pray your blessings to be upon these ministries that are represented here today. God, I pray, Lord, for for Montgomery and for Gerard and for The Rock, God. Lord, I pray that you would work in these ministries. And, Lord, that children would just come to know you in a real personal way. That they would just fall in love with you and you, God, would just encourage them and strengthen them. And, Lord, that they would realize every promise in the book is theirs. God, take them deep in their relationship with you and keep them all the days of their life. And God, I pray that you would strengthen these leaders here today, encourage them in in what they are doing, God, and just help them along the journey that you have each of them on as well, God, giving them the creativity that they need, the insight that they need, the understanding that they need, Lord, to do what you're asking them to do in ministering to your children. And Father God, we just give you praise and we give you thanks and glory today in your precious name. Amen.